everybody, whether you're the president of a company or the paperboy, everybody has the exact same amount of time. You and I both have 24 hours a day. No more, no less. The question is, what do you do with your time? Real quick, my friends, go get my new book. It's called The Power to Publish. And it's at the top of the page of zbooks.co at the link, my new book. And it's going to help you with all of your self-publishing needs. Okay, back to that podcast. Welcome to Zbooks Successful Authors Podcast. And today I want to talk to some of you old dudes out there. Because I built Zbooks so that you could build your legacy and build it right. I meet a lot of people and I, I want them to write a book. I want them to record their experiences for history. So, for example, my father witnessed the firebombing of Dresden. He was born in 1942. And when he was about two or three years old, he and his father were in Dresden. Now, of course, his father, my grandfather, was in the Wehrmacht at that time. He was a soldier. And there was a lot of moving around, okay, in between 1940 and 45. They were in East, East, East Germany, known as East Prussia or West Prussia around Danzig, or Danzig, now known as Gdansk in Poland. So they had to flee from the Soviet onslaught more than once. If you look at a map, Danzig is way in the east of Germany. So when the Russians came, that was one of the first places they hit. So my uh, father and that side of my family fled towards the west. And they went to Dresden. Then what happened was the firebombing, and then the Russians came, and then they had to flee again. Some of my family got stuck in East Germany. Some of them made it to West Germany. But the point is, on that fateful day, from the 13th to the 15th of February, 1945, when the British and Americans firebombed Dresden to the ground, my father and grandfather happened to visit my father's uncle, my, my grandfather's brother, who luckily lived on the edge of Dresden, on the outskirts of Dresden. So when the alarms came, they fled to the forest and my father was only two years old, and he knows, he remembers to this day, the year is 2019, he's about 75 years old, he remembers to this day sitting on top of his father's shoulders and watching Dresden burn. They were in the hills watching the city, and he said the heat was so bad that he could feel it on his face from kilometers away in the safety of the hills. Now this went on for three days and it was pretty wicked. 
what they did first was they used percussion bombs to blow the roofs off of the houses. And then they threw incendiary bombs designed to burn long inside the houses. So it was, you could say it was murder, but I don't want to get into the philosophy and the morality of all of this stuff. It was pretty damned wicked. But the point is, supposedly, people don't remember things before their third birthday. Three-year-olds and four-year-olds don't have much memories, don't have very many memories. So a two-year-old that remembers the firebombing of Dresden is pretty profound. And I keep trying to get my father to, to record all of this stuff and write it down. Uh, it's pretty crazy stuff. I have a lot of stories from World War II. So this is the point for you old dudes out there. I get a lot of people that want me to help them write their book and market their books and stuff like that. The problem is a lot of these guys, you know, their family is saying, man, you had all of these experiences. You should write a book. So what do they do? They go out and they say, well, in 19X, I joined the army and then I got stationed in Iwo Jima and then I went to Nagasaki or, and then I came home on leave and then in 1940, whatever, then I went to there and there. And it sounds more like a resume, you know, or a log book. Uh, there is a way to do log books, actually. That's not a bad idea. But it can't sound, you, you don't want to write a book about your entire life and make it sound like a resume. What you want to do, especially in the beginning, when you're learning writing and how to tell a story, is to take just one instant, just one day out of your experience and write an entire book out of that. A short story, five to 10,000 words, 50,000 words, that's already almost a novel, okay? But just get good at writing short stories. So for example, like my father, he could write a short story or even a long story just about that one day, just about the firebombing of Dresden and how as a two-year-old sitting on his daddy's shoulders, he watched the city burn and he could feel the heat on his two-year-old face. That's powerful stuff. That's what people want to hear. That's what the younger generations want to know, especially, you know, the dudes, man. They want to hear how you in Vietnam killed somebody with your own two hands and tasted his blood and all that stuff. Yeah, I know. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? But that's the stuff that people want to know because we don't have that nowadays. And like I've said before many, many times, if you can evoke the emotion in your reader, you will be a best-selling author. So you have to learn not to just write with emotion. I'm not talking about that. To evoke the emotion in your reader. That is a fine art. I cannot teach it to you in a podcast. It's, it's also part of your writing style. Part of this show, don't tell. If you Google that, show, don't tell, you'll find thousands of articles for writers about show, don't tell. Not like saying things like, and he felt bad. You don't say that. You show how he felt bad, how he, how he threw the bottle against the wall, stuff like that.
Okay, so that's my number one tip for old dudes. Don't write a resume. You can write a logbook style in the first person. So I went to Iwo Jima. My name is X on day blah of the month of blah. I went to Iwo Jima. Uh, that's a really bad example. But the point is you can write in the first person like a logbook, like The Martian. That book, The Martian by Andy Weir, first person, kind of like a logbook. But my main, main point is that you do not write your entire life. What the readers want, especially the younger generation, is your first-hand experiences just from one battle, just from one day, right? The two-year-old kid sitting on his daddy's shoulders watching a city burn. Your, your first kill, something like that. You can go really deep on that. And that's what people want. And that is what makes a great story is when you go deep. So if you're an old dude from the military, you know that already, old going deep. Okay, I don't have to explain that. Right. My number two tip for old dudes and gals, by the way, sorry, ladies, I mean, I totally mean you should write a book too, not just the old dudes. All right. So everybody that wants to build their legacy and build it right. My number two tip is don't reinvent the wheel. Get a template, the story grid template, which you can get from me for free on zbooks.co is a very, very good template to write almost any story. It is very versatile. You can write a short story. You can write a long story. Uh, you can write basically any story you can think of with the story grid template. It goes along and shows you which scenes you have to have and helps you put your scenes together. So use a template. I suggest the story grid template super useful universal template for almost any story long or short so number one don't write a resume go deep on just one day or experience in your life number two use a template number three make a series make a series three four five books draw it out like like said Go deep on your most profound experiences during the war or whatever it was. For example, with my father, they had to cross the border. They had to escape again from East Germany to West Germany. I mean, he could write a series of 10 books. So that's number three. Write a series and you should make your first book free. So write a short story. Make it permanently free. I show you guys all how to do this on my blog and in my seven day challenge course, which goes through this whole thing and write a series and make the first book free and make the first book really good. Not really long. It doesn't have to be really long, but remember your first book is the one that gets people hooked on you as a writer. So if they don't like your first book, they're never going to see your second, third and fourth book. So remember to make your first book good because it's that first impression. Remember, you only get one chance to make a first impression. So make your first book good. And that's why I super highly suggest writing on blogs and publishing your, your short stories elsewhere first to 
like Quora or Medium.com to get in the groove, to get your voice, to, to get into the groove and, and get your momentum going and get your, your writer's voice and then make your first short stories and make the first one permanently free and make sure that first short story is super highly emotional but evoking emotions in your readers, not just writing emotions, okay? Get them hooked. It's your first book. It's your first impression. You got to hook them. So those are my main tips. Now I want to give you one bonus tip. It's the super general global view. You got to build your email list. The number one marketing tool for forever is email because nobody can take it away from you. If you are into building Facebook audiences, which I am experimenting with right now, that's great. But Facebook can ban you. Facebook can uh, take down your page or take down a post or, or totally ban you. Uh, nobody can take away your email list once you have it. Okay. So there's been some rumors, you know, people are saying emails dying. It, it's not true. It's just plain not true. Okay. Email is still the number one marketing method. Once you have a list, no platform can ban you. Uh, you can just download your list or keep it in an Excel and, and use it with any software you want. So you have to build your list. This is actually rule number one as an author. But okay, this podcast is about tips for old dudes that want to start writing books about their history. So that's the bonus tip is you must build an email list. Why? So that you can talk to your readers directly, get direct feedback, ask for reviews, build a street team, a beta reader team, an alpha team, an ambassador team, ambassador team, whatever you want to call it. Number one, you got to start talking directly to your readers. Number two, you want to build a team. And number three, you want to remind them and follow up. Following up, in some industries, in some marketing funnels, in some ways, is 80% of your revenue. Now, I'm not going to say that with books, but following up is a huge, huge part of a revenue, of your revenue. And I also have videos about this, how you can make an automated email sequence to follow up with people did not open your emails and etc. And I can show you screenshots how I made money by just sending an automatic reminder. Okay, so this is all part of email marketing. So you have to put a sign up form in the front of your book and the back of your book, but at least once. And I show you all how to do this in the seven day challenge. So my friends, young and old, I look forward to making your first book and putting it on Amazon. And we can do that together in the seven day challenge. You just go to zbooks.co and there's a big banner on the right, the big orange and white banner that shows you what we're going to do in each day. So you go to zbooks.co, you go to that big orange and white infographic on the right and click on it. If you're on mobile, you have to scroll way down because it puts the sidebar at the bottom of the page on mobile. So scroll way down and go to that big orange and white infographic about the seven day challenge and you click on that my friends and i look forward to seeing you on the inside where we publish your first book on amazon
Okay, my friends, if you like that podcast, then remember to go to zbooks.co and go get all the materials to start your authoring career. We have a seven-day challenge every week, so there's no excuse to not finish your book. And remember, please go to iTunes and upvote this podcast and Google Play. Okay, I look forward to seeing you at the top.